Welcome to State House Soundbites, WITF's Pennsylvania Politics Podcast. I'm Katie Meyer, State Capitol Bureau Chief for WITF, and you can hear my reports on public radio stations across the state. With me today on this beautiful rainy Friday morning. And humid. Uh, and humid, gosh. It's Jason Gottesman with the PLS Reporter. Hello. And City and State, hey. Um, so, a thing happened last night. It was the deadline for um, Wolf and for any other party to this case that declared the state's congressional maps unconstitutional. It was yes. the deadline for all of them to submit whatever congressional map they wanted to the Supreme Court. And ostensibly, they will be considered now by the court. Well, yeah, considered to a degree that which we don't know yet. Exactly. Um, the, the court's January 20, the, the sort of like publicly now litigated January 22nd order just sort of says the parties have a right to be heard through the submission of maps right. by February 15th. So that period has come and gone. Um, the court now basically has three options. One is to choose a map uh, that had been submitted as part of the evidentiary record. Uh, at the Commonwealth Court level, two, to pick one of the maps that has been submitted, mm-hmm. or uh, mystery option number three, draw its own map, right. um, based upon the work of a, of a Stanford law professor, Nathan, uh, Nathan Persili, yeah, Persili, yeah. something like that, um, to, uh, to to pick, uh, you know, to create a congressional map. So, um, you know, that's sort of where we are, but that's certainly not going to be the end of the road either, it no. appears, because... Um, Republicans have also threatened to litigate any map that comes out of the Supreme Court because they feel as though the January 22nd order that, um, you know, laid out this this remedy that the court would be able to draw a map is extra constitutional. It's outside of the court's authority, uh, they argue, to uh, assign itself an authority not given in the in the Constitution and especially given uh, to the legislature to create a, um, a, a congressional map. And in addition to that, they also say that the, the court did not give the constitutionally prescribed amount of time for the consideration of legislation, right. for the filing of amendments, for the reaction to uh, whatever the governor does, whether he vetoes or signs it or anything like that. So a lot of different things going on on that end, too. Yes. So uh, to recap, what uh, the court initially wanted them to do was compromise on some legislation to redraw the map. So this would have been the Republican-controlled House and Senate and Governor Tom Wolf. The House and Senate would send him a map. He would be like, yep, looks great to me, and send that on to the Supreme Court. Obviously, it was never going to be that easy. Yeah, that was the best-case scenario, and given... The order was January 22nd. The deadline for the legislature to get its map to the governor was February 9th, and the opinion didn't come out until February 7th. Um, That's not really how the General Assembly works, uh, especially after, you know, three budgets that went over a deadline that basically gives them five months to consider a spending plan. Some of one of them took two years, another one uh, still went over that thing, and then another one but I think I mean June 30th <laughs> and, an, and another one went this last one went well into October yeah. so, so um, we, yeah. we have a slow general assembly yes um, as they would say it's a deliberative body it's a deliberative body a, a body that will literally deliberate forever yes um, so yeah so they missed that deadline so uh, what they ended up happening was House Speaker Mike Terzai Senate President Pro Tem Joe Scarnati they submitted maps to Wolf they were like hey we could do this kind of wacky thing where like you say sure to these and then we go back and bring in the legislature and actually vote on it want to do yeah. that and Wolf was like no that's not how this was supposed to work I'm not doing that yeah I think that like was a bunch of direct quotes from that conversation too um, <laughs> probably but, yeah they um, they submitted a map um, that they said complies with the January 22nd yeah. order 
they submitted it from the two presiding officers, which a lot of people are still litigating whether that's the appropriate procedure that was contemplated in that order. But they said, hey, if the governor signs off on this, who really cares because we can go back and pass it the next week. Right. We feel as though the Supreme Court will give us that cushion. And frankly, after that February 9th deadline came and went, the Supreme Court didn't really say much. Um, yeah, well, the Supreme Court hasn't said much in this entire process. Right. They're very... They're not like a responsive group of people. They're not going to answer our questions, right. as we found. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that's that been part of this. I, I want to say now, so we now have had their map submitted to the court, the House and Senate map. Yes. We've had Governor Wolf's map. We have a map from Lieutenant Governor Mike Stack. Yes. We have... The Stack uh, Illustrative map. Stack Illustrative map. Slightly which is altered. different from yeah. the first Stack Illustrative map. Yeah. Stack um, map V2. <laughs> <laughs> so Wolf Stack, uh, House and Senate Republicans, House Democrats, Senate Democrats submitted maps separately. Yeah. And then two other parties to the case, the right. um, interveners who are Republican activists on the side of the GOP defendants, right. and then the petitioners who were the, you know, registered voters plus the League of Women voters. Yes. Submitted two maps. Yes. And so that brings us to... To a grand total, of, was that six, seven maps? Yeah, something, something. I mean, look, uh, some. I think uh, somebody yesterday, I think it was Drew Crompton, called it Mapapalooza. Mapapalooza. Um, yeah, yeah there's a lot of different maps out there. But you know, this is this has sort of led to an argument where the House Democrats were sort of the first ones to lay their cards on the table and right. put their new map out there, and like within like 15 minutes, like. That that map was shredded by Ripped Republicans. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. And if anybody goes on Twitter and like looks at people who are somewhat engaged in Pennsylvania government, th- people have just been fighting over maps for 24 hours yeah. now. Um, and so, and it's not probably going to stop until one of them gets picked or they all get thrown out. And even after that, it's not going to be over. But um, I want to talk a little bit about all these maps. Okay. Um, everybody kind of went in slightly different directions with them. Yeah. House and Senate Republicans, for instance, they used people who were mostly on their staff. They say they didn't take partisanship into account, but they still ended up with a map that was had the relatively same partisan breakdown as the current map. I think Democrats probably would have picked up one more seat. Right. Well, you know, and that's, I mean, look, I think that's allegedly right, because... And I think you can say that about any map that, that yes. comes out because, one, you don't know how the new boundaries are going to affect what voters think about a candidate they might not have considered before no, or absolutely. the new borders might affect a candidate's decision to run for re-election or, or to you know, to say they're retiring. Maybe it changes the an incumbent's fight or and that's, something. That's a good point because I think people talk about these things like, well, this map makes six Democratic seats, this map makes blah, blah, blah. Right. But like, you really you can't break it down that definitively because candidates do matter. And I think right. that gets lost in all of this sometimes. Yeah, sure, but, absolutely. Um, I, so anyway, so but what these maps, so what they did was they, um, they said they didn't take partisanship into account. Wolf said right. that map was still too partisan. Right. Um, and so... They kind of, I think they took sort of an old school approach to a map. Like, that's how they would have drawn a map in the legislature generally. Um, yes. Wolf kind of took a different approach. He used an outside expert, this woman named Moon Duchin from Tufts University. Um, and he had her, uh, I don't know who actually drew the map. I don't think Duchin drew Wolf's map. No, it looked like she just analyzed yes. it. And um, so staff I know it wasn't to anybody, I don't know, like to my surprise when I read it this morning, but it found that there was no partisanship right. in consider, or considering how the map was drawn. Like, like the map itself is a nonpartisan map, which like... Okay, like... Sure, what is yeah. that? But, uh, so anyway, so her methodology, though, she compares this map to a billion other randomly generated maps that would also be constitutional right. and basically compares relative bias. 
Right. And so she says that that analysis proved that the Wolf map is a nonpartisan map. Right. And she did the same analysis on the GOP map and found that there was like a 0.1 chance that would have happened naturally in the wild. Right. And so that she said it, it was a partisan map. Now, yes. obviously Republicans do not buy this. Um, they're saying that this is all witchcraft and... Well, and I think more moreover, they're going, look, you're generating these maps and then you're 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 judging whether they're good or not based upon whether they're partisan. And, right. and they said partisanship is a, a secondary consideration. And, you know, that's why, you I mean, you've heard this argument, there is no judicial standard on competitiveness or yeah. fairness. And, um, you know, it appears as though the main argument being made by Democrats as to why a map is bad is because it's less fair or less competitive. Right. And, you know, the Republicans are saying, look, we you might not like how this map turns out if you run your numbers to make them look however you want them to look, but, you know, it meet, it's a constitutional map. It meets the requirements that the court laid out. And the court even did say, you know, you're allowed to take partisanship and incumbency yeah. protection into account. This is in the majority opinion. Um, but they have to be, it said, wholly subordinated to the neutral factors of compactness, contiguous, keeping uh, communities of interest together and not making unnecessary county splits, municipal right. splits, voting district splits and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, I think I think as, as I've said at other times this week, the Republicans are going, you know, what you know, what do you what want do you from want? us? Yeah. Right. I mean, this is a political this this the process has been given to the political bodies. It's a political process, whether you like it or not. And we're political and, bodies making right. these maps. And these maps definitely look a lot less ridiculous, especially in some areas like the seventh congressional district, yeah. uh, and then out in the west that that they were. And you know the fact that people keep on coming back and shooting them down, I think, has left them a bit flummoxed. And as we've seen this week from from um, Republican leaders, a, a little bit emotional and pretty angry over yeah. the fact that you know, I, I mean, look, there's there's some showmanship that goes into this too, so I'm not ignorant of that. But you know, a little bit upset about what's about what's going on because. You know, really what they've said is that this is just a backdoor way of engaging in reverse partisan gerrymandering. Yeah, and I do want to get into that in a second, but on the maps a little bit more. Um, I wanted to ask, I mean, like, you're right, the crux of this is what is fairness? How do we measure it? And yeah. how much should that factor into how we're drawing these maps? Because you're absolutely correct. I mean, this Republican map is less, it's more compact. It splits fewer municipalities than the current one. Yeah. But it, it still does advantage Republicans. A lot of maps would advantage Republicans because Democrats are very easy to, you know, draw districts around sure. and keep them in specific areas because right. they are in specific areas. Yeah, the packing that's referred the to. packing, yeah. yes. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it really is a question of like is are like more municipal splits acceptable if you're going to make the map a little bit more competitive like right. vice versa so these are all questions that we want the supreme court to answer and so far they haven't given very much specific guidance about you know how f exactly fairness should be right and they might not at all they might, they might just say here's this map we find it to be the the, the right way and right. um you know that's that's it i mean the whole thing kind of reminds me of uh, a line from the movie Vanilla Sky where they're like, what, you know, computers like, what's happiness to you, David? You know, like <laughs> everybody's got their own definition of what's fair. I mean, yeah. you know, if you're a Republican and you live up in, um, you know, the current 10th congressional district, you know, you're probably saying, look, my district, I find it to be fair. Um, and especially if you're considering running for office, which is a very difficult, you know, decision to make. Um, and you're, you know, you want some certainty. And then, but then, you know, if you're a Democrat living in Philadelphia and you have a U.S. Congress that, doesn't necessarily vote along the ideological lines that you would like to do. You're going, no, this is a result of partisan right. gerrymandering that gives Republicans way more seats than they deserve, and that's ridiculous. And that's, you know, that, um, you know, both 
frankly, when when you break this down to sort of like an absolute relativism um, as to what fairness means uh, in in these big legal matters, um, you know, I think I think you're you're sort of you're subjecting yourself to where even a court's not going to have a good answer as to what's going on because again, you have seven subjective people that are going to be sitting there looking right. at what's something that's, that's everyone fair. here is human. Nobody has like a good definition for any of this. I also want to note um, a lot of people and I've seen this on Twitter among Democrats. They're saying, well, Pennsylvania has a more registered Democrats than Republicans. How on earth do we have districts that advantage Republicans to such a degree, even if we're trying to make them more competitive? And the yeah. answer is Democrats are in really just small geographic areas. Right. So if you're going to draw a map that is equally competitive for Republicans and Democrats in every way, you're going to have to do gerrymandering of your own. You're going to have to right. like make weird. And we talked about this with Steve Miskin, who's the House yeah. spokesman, um, House Republican spokesman. You have to do like a, a pie thing where you right. like draw like little strips out of Philadelphia. Yeah, and connect kinda, Philadelphia to Reading and Philadelphia to Upper Bucks County. Yeah, and, stuff and, like and that. that's something where it's like you look at those districts, they would look ridiculous. Right. And that's what we're dealing with. I mean, it just it, it's how the state is created. And Pennsylvania is one of the most rural states in the country. They've got the most rural. We've got the most people who live in rural areas, and we're one of the most kind of striated states in that way, in that there's lots of people in cities and lots of people in the rural areas, and so they were very self-segregated. Yes, um, and, the, you know, to a certain extent, unless you want to make districts look, you know, equally ridiculous than they have at other, other times, that's, you know, that's, that's something that Republicans have said, look, we just can't help that, especially yeah. when you have you know, requirements uh, like the Voting Rights Act, which require one person, one vote. Yep. And, you know, a traditionally what they call majority minority district where the majority of the people living there are non-white. Mm -hmm. um, and to maintain these historic things that they've had, you know, look, that's going to require, because look, I mean, I, I grew up in Upper Bucks County. Mm -hmm. I have very little in common with somebody, you know, it, from my appearance, from my background, from the, the way that the farmland that I grew up around uh, to, you know, someone who lives uh, in, in, you know, Pennsylvania's first congressional district. Right. It's just a fact. Yep. Um, and, you know, you're going to have to pack those people together in a district in order to do that so that, you know, you have, you can get around this sort of, uh, I think you call it like self-selection. Right. Um, uh, so, you know, that's that's sort of where that is. Yeah. So anyway, it's, it's just, it's a tough thing to do, to draw a map that's objectively fair, because there's no such thing, uh, unfortunately. And now getting into the Supreme Court and how they're going to judge all this, we said before, yeah. we don't really know exactly what they're going to be doing, no. because all of these maps, from the stack map to the wolf map to the GOP map to the every other million maps that we've gotten, they are technically better, as far as the Supreme Court's order goes, better than the current map that we have. They're all more compact. You can make a case for any one of them, I suppose. And I'm not yeah. going to say relatively, which would like, you know, uh, you could do a lot of I just don't, I mean, look, I mean, I'm not a map expert. I'm not a cartographer. I mean, yeah. if, I, if I were to draw a map of America, it would probably you know look like a like a blob with a little tail at the at the front sure, end like gotta get florida in yeah you gotta i mean florida's easy one right and um you know lo looking at the maps like they all have weird and ridiculous sort of shapes and figures yes even the new republican map even the look the house democratic map they've said has this claw you know that it they've been, does have a claw you know, that's a like claw. eating Pittsburgh. yeah <laughs> and there's a claw there's um I, I there is a district that combines harrisburg york and lancaster together that i said looks like Bart Simpson's, you know, on a skateboard. There's a lot of, uh, in a, the, several of the maps, there's like a rabbit shape yeah, reaching Burke, the up. The Burke's Bunny. The Burke's Bunny tying Redding to Chester in a weird way, Chester yeah. County. And so, yeah, it, there's 
There's just a lot of weird stuff that's in all these maps, but we don't know if that's acceptable. And so what the Supreme Court can do now is be like, that map is actually good, we like it. And then everyone's going to fight about why their map wasn't chosen. Right. So that'll be a horrible outcome. Or the Supreme Court can be like, all right, we've drawn our own map, or we've had some dude draw it, and right. that's the one we're going with. It's fair. Well, it's perfect. And I think if, if they do that without, and this is just pure speculation, but sure. if they do that without providing much direction as to what about their map they find or a map they select to be constitutional and, and to their liking, I think this chaos is just going to repeat itself after the 2020 census. Because, I think that's absolutely correct. Yeah, you're going to have people trying to draw a map based on, a, based on right now, we've with all the maps we've seen, you know, seven different interpretations of a standard that has been laid out by the court, which, you know, begs the question that the U.S. Supreme Court is kind of currently litigating on the federal level is, is there a judicially manageable remedy for this? Yeah. And, um, you know, that's yet to be decided. But, you know, look, the Pennsylvania map might be going to the Supreme Court, too. So, Well, and that's what we'll talk about. So, I mean... So we talked about, you said there's been a lot of like high emotion about this. Um, Senator, uh, Senate Majority Leader Jake Corman had a press conference yesterday in which he said, this Supreme Court, if they draw their own maps, they're usurping the power of right. the General Assembly yeah. and of the governor. And this is a constitutional crisis. And right. furthermore, it's fully unconstitutional under the U.S. Constitution. And we will be going to federal court if they proceed in yeah. this way. So, I mean... Does he have a point? I think there are a lot of people would say, yeah, he has a very strong case in this. Well, right. So I think there's two two sides to that argument. Like yeah. we were talking about offline here, the you know it's a constitutional crisis because they won't let it go. Right. Well, but there, at the it's at, a constitutional right, crisis if they make it one. Right. Exactly. But at the same time, they're fully within their rights. And 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 look, you know, I, I don't think that anybody out there would say, look, you don't have a case on this thing. I mean. You know, for whatever reason, the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania wrote their order in such a way that, you know, for, you know, this is the problem of getting, you know, seven lawyers together in a room. Sometimes the outcome isn't always the best, um, you know, and um, yeah, I mean, is it a, is it a crisis? I mean, look, I, Everything's that's, a crisis. that's a shock value word and I don't know. Right. But but yeah, it's definitely a constitutional like. Um, you know, shrug, like, look, we don't know what this means. And unless a federal court's going to come in, I mean, look, I, I think one thing that has to be most remembered is that this is a state court using state law to interpret the constitutionality of a federal map. Yeah. Um, this is a map for federal districts. And, and under the federal constitution, worth repeating, states are given the right to draw their own congressional maps, right. state general assemblies. And so it, th that's why this can... Uh, possibly be go on to the Supreme Court level because right. it's the U.S. Constitution that gives states the rights to draw this and you know that's why it gets all kind of mixed up. Yeah the, the the requirement is that states have the the state legislatures have the ability to determine how their maps are going to be drawn right. so some states do allow the courts almost by a matter of course to draw their map. Right. Other states give it to a commission, but Pennsylvania has chosen to allow that power to remain within the General Assembly. And according to the Elections Clause, which is, I think, Article 1, Section 4 um, of the U.S. Constitution, that is, um, you know, that's that's what it is. And the court, their argument's going to be the court merely, because it doesn't like the, out, the a map, can't, one, say that the court then has the authority to do it, two, especially by a means that totally circumvent the state constitutional requirements that... 
uh, allow them to, to be a deliberative body. Right. And that's something that Justice Max Baer in a, a dissenting, c- concurring dissenting opinion yeah. has, has pointed out. And he was, you know, that was, I mean, that we got a whole sheet yesterday of quotes from Justice Baer uh, <laughs> saying about exactly what was going to happen has, has happened. They were printed on paper that looked like the Constitution for yes. dramatic effect, I'm yeah. assuming. Um, um, yeah, so, <laughs> so I, I mean, I don't know. Like, you know, this is... Um, so I, I actually, I will say, it's good that you brought up Baer because I think his opinion in this is kind of a crucial one. He wrote, and we've talked about this before, he wrote that, um, yeah, the map should be unconstitutional. It's a ridiculous map. Right. However, the course of action where we use um, our power as a court to order that this be drawn again in right. time for the 2018 election is silly and it's too short of a timeline and it, it's inappropriate. Yeah, and there's people who have felt like this this process was rigged to have a map be selected by the Supreme Court. And, um, and, and specifically a map that was more favorable to Democrats because yeah, this is a Democratic court. That's exactly right. And um, I mean, there's just so many so many things going on. But I think yeah. one of the things that, that is really interesting about this is that Republicans have essentially conceded the point that we are not going to be litigating whether the map is constitutional yeah, anymore. Yeah, they basically are all like, "Yep, it's yeah. a bad map." Well, I don't think there's. I mean, I, I don't know if they've gone. That. They've said, all. "Look, they've said, look, we, you know, we, we believe it's constitutional, but right. it's within the court's right to say whether it's constitutional or not, yes, yes. and that is totally within their purview." And we're we're going to give up that point. Yeah, but, I should say people only say it's a bad map off the record. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's um, not anyone's official opinion. Yeah, um, but you know, at the same time, um, they said, "Look, th- this might be okay, but the way that they've told us to deal with this is is." completely bonkers and on yeah and we need you know from a constitutional standpoint from a practical standpoint and just from you know a sanity standpoint i think you know you, you have to just look at exactly what's happened inside the capitol to see what happens when you put a body that is not used to moving with uh, all alacrity in order to get you know stuff done yeah that's a good word, word. yeah um and then you know it's like you know no that's just not how they work so um it's 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 a it's a problem it's a problem. Um, so we're going to know on Monday, hopefully. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. the Supreme Court is going to have a new map on Monday. And then we'll proceed from there, I suppose, to the Supreme Court, the U.S. Supreme Court. I would assume that they're our next place that we go with this. Yeah, I would be like interested taking the over-under by how quickly the court's map comes out, by how quickly a Republican lawyer from the Capitol runs down to the middle, <laughs> you know, the, the federal courthouse in Harrisburg to file yeah. a lawsuit. We should also say, I just want to point this out, Governor Wolf said uh, yesterday that he was going to file his map by 5 p.m., and he filed it at 11.54 Yes, yeah, so 11.54. Um, and that's not really relevant to anything, but it, I had to sit there until yeah. <laughs> one in the morning, so I'm just going to be mad about that for I was laying in bed and I heard the uh, ding on my phone and I said, oh, the map's in. The map is here. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, enough about my troubles. I'm sorry, Katie. It's okay. It's okay. Um, anything else you want to add on this, Jason? I think we pretty much covered it. Yeah, I mean, it's been, a, I mean, for a week that should have been, you know, when looking at it when they came out of the schedule, relatively calm between the governor's budget address and budget hearings, <laughs> um, you know, it kind of feels like you're in the middle of a giant sort of budget impasse with all this stuff and um well it does doesn't it i mean we had a very low key budget this year the most the lowest key i mean i've only been here for two budgets previously but the lowest key budget i've seen and i think everyone's saying in like 10 years yeah but we've just replaced that budget drama with totally different drama yeah and it feels the same well what's life without drama you know (laughs) exactly and on that note uh we will hopefully be back next week with more information or at least frustration about things that aren't happening i don't know who knows what to expect back regardless though at least you will be i'll be here all right thanks for listening